I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, Key, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. Ah, matrimony, huh, Tim? Mm. I think you know something about matrimony. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, actually, um, you uh, you started me... <laughs> Let, let's do this. All right. I know, I know, I know. It's going to be hard for you to take me seriously, huh? I'm serious these days. I'm doing podcasts. <laughs> I'm a professional. Oh, this is going to be hard. I'm a very <laughs> amateur podcast host. Uh-huh. Uh, but so, uh, no, I was thinking about matrimony and and, uh, and how you asked me to, uh, basically, my last name's Rab and, uh, you know, a lot of people call me Rabbi. And then you uh, had me be Minister Rabbi for your, uh, your nuptials. Yep. And uh, I'll tell you what. It was amazing. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I told, I tried to deny you, and then you just wouldn't leave me alone. You yeah. make me feel so guilty. Yeah. You bring me up to some cabin in in, in the middle of a lake. Really? You fill the cabin with shit, <laughs> and then you you, you have me get down on my knees and scrub shit out of it. I mean, I basically pulled it out with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh yeah. you hear the real story yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no so i mean what is the real story so I, I just know that like you get like a bunch of like quaker oatmeal and pour it on top of somebody's <laughs> turd true. <laughs> true but there's like what 60 people taking a shit in this yeah, thing yeah. we it's it's a it's a toilet that's meant for like four to six people <laughs> you're like <laughs> let's invite a... the whole neighborhood <laughs> we did we did and it was like <laughs> 35, 40 people or something like that, and over the course of a week, which was bad. And yeah, we You're were like waiting. four to six. You meant four to six hundred, right? right? Right. So it overflows on the day of the wedding. <laughs> but 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 the thing is, it's not like it overflows because there's like water that jammed up like some toilet paper, right. and it overflows. There's no water in this toilet, and yeah. it's like you take a shit, then you throw oatmeal on top of the shit. <laughs> And then, yeah, like, yeah. somebody else comes and shits on top of the oatmeal, and then more oatmeal, and then shit, then oatmeal, then shit, then oatmeal. And I'm thinking, like, this does not taste like that cinnamon and spice thing. They, no. That little, uh, you know, microwavable. But it, 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 uh, it got hot in there. It got hot. The smell was pungent. Mm. And uh, and when you say overflow, it didn't overflow because water started overflowing. It was just that Piss. there was so much shit yeah. that it's just, like, shit above the seat. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, it's like how did somebody even get shit that high up? It's like they had to, like, go, oh, yeah, that looks full. Let me squat over top of it and then just shit more on top of the oatmeal. <laughs> you want me to explain, really, how this thing works? No, yeah, right, no, here, just go for it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, 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 no, explain to me for real because um, I just knew... Basically, I knew that Jamie was really in love with you because she, she looked gorgeous on her wedding day. We... Uh, had just performed the ceremony right there out on the rock. You know, it's like to give you to give you a little backstory. Uh, Tim's family owns an, an awesome cabin um, on an island in uh, in, in Canada, and uh, it was a thousand lakes or thousand islands, thousand islands. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that would make more sense. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so we're there on this island. It's just like this beautiful day, and and we we uh, perform the ceremony and. And I was like, well, you know, um, I had my doubts about this lady, Jamie. I go, she probably doesn't love my friend. She probably hates his guts. Why would you want to marry this guy? No, for real. I mean, he's an incredible person. And uh, and, and and when I met Jamie immediately, we just laughed so much. And, and I like, I just, I loved her right away and was like, yes, this is the person. This is, these two need to be together, like forever. And, uh, and when they asked me to be the, you know, the minister rabbi for their, uh, for their their ceremony, I was honored, and and we went through and we did this awesome ceremony. But when I when it really dawned on me that she loved you, I looked at this beautiful bride in her white dress, looking incredible on her wedding day. I looked at her on her hands and knees, scooping shit out of this fucking overflowing toilet, and I was like, damn, she loves that guy. Yep. Look at that. All that oatmeal on her forearms, and she's just scraping it out and bringing it over. Uh, uh, this is love. This is love. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, so yeah, let, let's hear why, why did that, uh, that toilet go kaput? Well, we, uh, we did overflow it, but it was also, it was shit, but it was also <laughs> piss. And it's not supposed to take that much liquid. And it's not oatmeal, it's peat moss, but whatever. Yeah, it yeah, like yeah, oatmeal, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bottom container, where it all supposed to, you know, turn into soil. Do its mixings. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Over the course of a year, turned into soil. Didn't have a chance to, it just turned into soup. And the soup started leaking forward, right next to where the kitchen was. Oh, yeah. And the caterers were on their way <laughs> while we were scooping out this mess of, it just, it was awful. It did smell like death. And uh, I remember taking the bucket full of this stuff, <clears throat> sneaking down the path far away as I could while the caterers were coming up the path so that they didn't smell it, see it, or whatever the heck was going on there. Uh, no, don't mind this. Just a little brownie mix, yep, fellas. It uh, was bad. It was, it was yeah, right before the dinner bell we were scooping. <laughs> It was hey, and it, I mean, there's nothing like a turd appetizer to just get uh, your stomach really ready for the main course. It was terrible. But you did it. Uh -huh. You did it, and you oh. were laughing the whole time. I know. I like, Why are you laughing at this? I, I feel like whenever I see shit, I just gotta dive in. <laughs> like, let me get in there. Let me have. Let me have some fun with this. Um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was an incredible weekend, and and uh, we, you know, we were up there and enjoying ourselves and. Uh, and it was nice of you to put me in the room with the guy that snored uh, more than, uh, <laughs> like, more than my wife. Because I, what I, what I say about Asha is that she does like a snore fart thing, where she <laughs> she inhales a snore and then fart exhales, and it's like, <sighs> like that's what happens every night while we're sleeping. And uh, and, and this guy, I'll tell you, he was a real treat. Um, completely drunk as a skunk, and uh, and. To a point of being so loud that I just went outside into the living room and I just stood there for like an hour. I was like, maybe I could just sleep standing up because I can't do it in that room. But uh, but no no, I'm just uh, I'm just joking. He he's an awesome friend and and uh, and there was just so <laughs> many cool people up there. Yeah. Like it, it was just it was like. Um, you know, it was like a members-only club, and we all had our jackets on, uh, including Woody, your, your father. Yeah. No, but I, I love your dad, and I love to get to hang with him and, and your brother. Um, your brother's an awesome musician, and uh, and to give a little backstory of, of Tim as well, um, I just have a lot of respect for you, and, he, and he's a guy that is an awesome artist, uh, you know, photographer, uh, he's a musician, he's a filmmaker, and he's, uh, you know, head of the uh, art department, or what is it technically? I'm a production designer. Project production designer um for, for for them their movies and stuff movies so, and tv yeah just super creative guy and uh and you'll see like this we're in his house right now this isn't my house i don't have this this great a taste i think uh <laughs> like all the stuff is just super cool and, and you're always just like you got cool knickknacks you're walking around the house like oh what's this what's this from well this is like from a movie that he did um, you know, last year, or this is from 10 years ago, or this is some painting that some guy did, and this is something he did, and his brother and him had this cool band, Farquhar, Muck and Fuss. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so, um, so just such incredible stuff that you're always working on. So I, I thought it'd be cool to, to chat a bit about that stuff, you know, um, and then whenever we try to be serious about those things, it always turns into some, some nonsense. Terrible. And uh, and somehow we always end up with accents and and uh, and just just making fun of each other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I was thinking um, kind of about how we met each other and um, and we met each other because um, because I was I was doing so well in life and uh, <laughs> and no, I was uh, I was going through through a dark period where. Um, I just kind of didn't know what the heck I was going to do with myself after Jackass, after Viva La Bam. Um, I had uh, hit the bottle pretty hard, and I, and I was, you know, doing a lot of other drugs and whatever, and and in a dark place, and and uh, and I finally like got sober, and trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with myself, and I'm working at a restaurant, and like, you know, just feeling low and and whatever, and I get to this place. This restaurant that I I just could not stand it was it was awful but 
It was a brewery I'm, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the yeah, best place for per, you. Perfect. I should uh -huh. go 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 to beer college. Like they're like, ah, Chris, uh, you got you still haven't completed your beer college. I'm like, I wonder why, asshole. Right. I'm fucking like, you know, a month sober and yeah. I don't want to taste yeah. the beer. Let me smell you know? it. Uh, it <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It smells, smells like uh, fruit loops. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm smelling notes of uh, yeah. bananas and <laughs> and cloves. It's like so stupid. Yeah, this, it's a this drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dark. You'll like Five it. Five bucks drinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I think, you know, I, I'm in this restaurant and I'm hating life and I'm doing this, you know, wonderful stuff where I beat the hell out of myself mentally and go, what the hell, where did I make a wrong turn? What happened here? And, uh, and the wrong turn led me to Tim, <laughs> which was an even wronger turn. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was, it was cool because I think you were in a spot too where you had moved back from from Canada or something yeah. and, and you had you had been doing a lot of film and commercial and stuff like that and then you were back here trying to sort out what you were going to do next and um you're you're a graduate of Temple yeah. Film School and yeah and uh not really a graduate though I dropped the hell out yeah that, that's the way people because the film it. business why bother yeah yeah here let me get a bunch of debt <laughs> yeah and then, exactly. uh, and then pay me 20 bucks a day thanks Temple you <laughs> yeah yeah so um, so you're doing your thing and you're trying to figure this out and I guess one of the guys came back and was like wait you do like you do movies and TV and stuff and I was like yeah um, I used to think that I did but uh, <laughs> I'm probably just going to be hanging in the back uh, you know broom closet here in a minute if, if you don't tell me something positive about life so I was in a dark place not wanting to do anything and they're like Chris there's not enough blue cheese in this colander I'm like shut the fuck up I, like, I didn't give a shit about any of it and finally this one guy he introduced me to you and was like oh Tim's a, you know I think you were a bartender at the point yeah, or whatever yeah, I, was up, I was up front somewhere. yeah and uh, and you're like and he's like hey you know meet this guy Tim and and I kind of was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, he's a filmmaker, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in everybody. I think we're all waiters right now. Yep. But uh, so, so it was like that kind of cynical attitude that I had. And, uh, and then we talked a little bit, and, I, and, I've, and you know, your memory is probably different than mine, but, I, but I, immediately I was like, okay, so this dude does film, TV, commercials, and I'm the guy from Jackass, and I felt like this, like, Oh, yeah, you guys fart on snare drums. Cool. Okay, I make real movies. And so I, I felt that a little bit like, ah, this guy's not impressed at all. All right. <laughs> you know, and then like... Uh, that's interesting. And, yeah, and so interesting. I, and I felt that a little bit like, oh, maybe like he isn't into that kind of crap and he's doing, you know, uh, movies and whatever. And and that was just my, my first take was like that. And so I, you know, and that was probably just my, my low, low self-esteem at that point. But... But it was, um, I didn't know like kind of how to broach the subject. And, and, and then I think from that moment, I kind of realized, okay, he does do cool stuff. And this guy, <laughs> I, like as you started talking, I was like, oh, he gets it and he knows. Because you know how many times when, you're, oh, when, sure. you're, when you make films or, or TV and you do that stuff, people go, oh, I know a guy. And then yeah. it's like this, this kid, Kevin, who has like a VHS <laughs> camera that's like, yeah, one time I went down to Ocean City, New Jersey with my dad. And he filmed me doing hula hoops at the, right at the water, like right where the water meets the beach. Like fuck, Kevin. I don't give a shit about this video you're making. You know, so so like your video toaster back there in yeah. ninety whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that is usually the take that you have. And and when I when I met you and then and was like, damn, this guy's legit. Um, then like uh, I began my wooing process. Oh, so no, no, but uh, but but really, I I was like, okay, cool. You, you like this guy's cool. And, and so going to work wasn't that bad because I'm like, at least I could like talk to him. And then if you weren't there that day, I'd be like, oh fuck, I don't want to be here at all. Right. So I don't know, what was it? Two weeks? You were in? there for five weeks. Yeah. Total. Okay. And, but I don't know when I met you, but like, oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. about a week and a half in. Yeah. You were, everybody's like, oh man, there's one of the guys from Jackass. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, that's cool because I always thought that they were great. Which one is it? It's that one Rab. I was like, Rab himself? Holy <laughs> shit, he's the best one. That okay, like, yeah. Well, you really, like, really fooled me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to seem like into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Well, you did a good job. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it was funny because, yeah, like when we, we, we met, I'm like, okay, cool. And then I, I instantly like connected with you because yeah. of that. And I just remember like being back there, like it would be like, oh, Rab, uh, 
well, you know what? We were thinking about giving you three whole tables tonight. Mm -hmm. Do you think you can handle that? I'm like, dickhead. Like, I remember I've yeah. done this. I know how to do this. Like, give me a bunch so I need to make money. Right. And I like at the end of each night, it's like 26, 27. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of this restaurant. Right. And, um, and, and also, I, don't, don't forget to tip your bus. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Tip well, everybody yeah, out, and then I'm like, no, I have eleven dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Um, so I'm doing this side work and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? And, um, and then I came in, I think it was like, yeah, like you said, it was a, it was a few weeks, five weeks in or something. Mm -hmm. And I walked up to you at the host thing. And I always remember, like I walked up and was like, well, uh, I think the reason that I'm here, uh, was to meet you and I've met you. So, uh, I think I'm going to quit now. I'm, I'm out of here. And you're like, yeah. oh, and yeah. then I like didn't come in the next day and you're and you just send this text like wait what did you really just quit i'm like yeah no i was serious <laughs> like I, I don't want to be here i don't know why the fuck i'm here i know the only reason i was there was to meet you yeah and like you know it wasn't to make money because our drunken manager would like he's you know getting drunk on the job while not giving anybody i mean uh -huh. he was a whole nother story but but yeah, I knew like I was there to meet you, and then and then when yeah. we did, I was like, okay, cool, time for me to move on. And the way I remember it is, we're standing at the host stand, like <laughs> yeah. you're saying, and we were talking about. You're like, oh wait, you shoot video, and I was like, yeah, I just got this camera, whatever. You're like, well, I'm about to do this thing. You oh, want yeah. to jump on? I was like, all right, great. So we did. We started. Oh there. yeah, yeah. We yeah. started there, but we didn't. That was after you quit, right? We no. Didn't start. Well, we did. We started filming it right after I quit. Okay, yeah. But yeah, we talked about that that day, and then I was like, "I'm gonna quit." And you, but the way I remember it was, you had slumped shoulders. You were very small. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, you looked just so defeated. And you were like, "Well, <laughs> I met you. Can I quit now?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we laughed about it, and that's how yeah. I recall it being yeah. just more like a sad question. Yeah, and just that. And then and you the next did. day, didn't go like, in. are you gonna let them know? You're like, I'll send them an email in a week. Yeah, they'll figure it out. You know? <laughs> yeah, and they did. I think the guy was harassing you. Like, yeah. Hey, hey is, uh, is is Reb coming in? Like, yep. I don't think so. I don't think so. And then I think you had to pick up a camera or something from me from the bar. And you were like, I'm outside. Can you come out? Because I'm not going in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. No, I'm not going yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, uh yeah. -huh. I remember that. Because then the one girl that worked there was like, oh, hey. I'm like, wait, you never even talked to me while I was there. Yeah. Like, all you guys were rude assholes. Yeah. Like, but now it's like, hey, come back to the misery. Like, no, I'm gone. You're I'm, done. Yeah. So, but what was funny was that, you know, I had planned to make this short film. It's called Borrowed Happiness and uh, Save Your Time, Don't Watch It. Um, but, shot but, beautifully, though. Yeah, beautifully shot by this man, Tim. Um, well, and Jude. Jude, yeah. Um, all the beautiful stuff was done by Jude. And, <laughs> but uh, no, so, so um, what was funny about it, I think, was that that we uh, we had like written this my buddy Gabe Stano and I had written this little story about uh, regulars at a bar and I kind of had this whole thing planned except I didn't have a camera a camera guy or like really any of it mapped out and it was kind of like oh wait you have a camera cool uh, you want to do you want to come help out maybe <laughs> Meanwhile, it was like, oh, do you want to be the DP and come work like 36 hours this weekend? Yeah. So that's what happened. I mean, like, you have a better memory because I was just in a haze on that first weekend that we started shooting. But yeah. it was like, hey, Tim, do you mind waking up at 5 a.m. so we can go get a sunrise? Yeah. And uh, that's we how it started. We started at 6 a.m. at the bar to get that sunrise, and then we didn't <laughs> rap until, oh, it was like, what was that, a 23-hour first day or something like that? Yeah, I think so. And then it was like for you and me and Gabe. Yeah. But then everybody else was like, "Fuck off." Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like probably four in the morning or something like something stupid. Like yeah. That. And then, uh, and then the next day was like <laughs> the call was at like nine, you know. And yeah. then uh, I remember like I think it was a little later on, but when we were doing it, I I get into that like energizer buddy mode where like. I could just go the whole time and then I just get like going on adrenaline and then it, and then I never stop. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I remember one time we were like probably 18 hours into a day, you had left, Jude had left, like no one could be there to shoot it 
and like I have like the still the girl Janelle who was doing stills like right. hey just hop in there and shoot this next scene and like and Kevin the, the lighting dude just looked at me he goes no no we're <laughs> yeah. done we're done yeah. and I was like all right, we're done. Because <laughs> yeah. like I I didn't have that off button, and that's kind of like how it was with partying and shit for me too. It's like no off button. But yeah, while we were doing it, you're just it's just like oh, just keep going, keep going. This is great, this is great. And then like you're not thinking that everyone's over there like oh my god, dude. Like we're doing this for free, and you're killing us. And uh, and, and that I think was a big lesson for me in in making. You know, the short films, especially if you're if you're have you're, you have friends that are kind enough to help out. Right. Maybe don't kill them, but right. um, but that's but it's tough for me because I don't I don't sense that because for me I'm going yeah 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 this is great I need to get this I need to get this and I'm just in that mode. But um, well, it's also a trust thing for you too because you did have so many hats on. Yeah. That you like. Kev, our gaffer, was doing his thing beautifully. Yeah. And Jude and I were shooting the best we could. And Deco was there doing what he was masterfully doing. What he yeah. Does, you yeah. Know, like yeah. all that stuff. And you would be like, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. And be like, stop. Yeah. We got all that stuff co covered. Yeah. You know. And I forget who it was. Was I told you that? I was like, dude, we've got this. You go take care of that. <laughs> yeah. And I forget, it was Jude or somebody was just like, did he just politely tell you to go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, it felt good. But, but yeah, you do. And, and I think that's when you started realizing, like, okay, use the people. Yeah. You know, somebody told me when I joined the union, said, you don't have a toolbox anymore. We are your toolbox. Yeah. Like, so you hire the right people to do that task and right you pick from that and that was a big lesson for me too it's not it's not all me it's everybody it's all of us like it's big collaboration you know, yeah it's really beautiful that way yeah and it is and i think it is about trust because i think i i, I struggle with doing that because i'm just like used to like i just need to do it because it's not going to get done if i don't do it you right. know and uh and then you know like you said on that project learning that i had a bunch of friends that were also professionals in the business and and able to do it and and kind of just letting go and letting that happen and i think throughout throughout parts of it i i was able to do that and those were the better days and and good things mm -hmm. happened and, and they're shorter days because it's more efficient and yeah and uh and so uh but it was it was it was a great learning learning process throughout making that and i think it just kind of solidified our friendship and we just kept, you know, working on more stuff and, and, uh, and it just became funny. And then, you know, who knows? I'm Minister Rabbi at your wedding. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it was the best wedding I've ever been to. Oh, yeah, For I know. sure. Yeah. Like, and I joke about that because, of course, it's your own wedding. But it yeah. was one of the most sincere ceremonies I've ever heard from the guy giving the ceremony. Oh, yeah. Like, you told these stories and you're making everybody laugh and laugh. And you're making us just be like... Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool because I feel like I mean it's all from the heart, and that's like I said when I when I met your wife. Um, hey, Chad, we could kind of hear the chair when it's moving, but uh, <coughs> would you shut the fuck up over there? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Chad, <laughs> yeah, Chad. Yum. <laughs> um, so like, uh, but that was the thing. Like when I met Jamie and and uh, and we just all hung out. It was <laughs> at it was my just, folks' place. Yeah, it's just a bunch dinner, of and funny laughs and really bad stories. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh man, what is this happening here? <laughs> well, it's so funny because your parents are the coolest people, and but they're proper. Mm -hmm. But right. somehow, like, I kind of get the, oh, yeah, like, yeah. the you free get the card. card. You like, where it's like, uh, okay, I mean, I, won't, I would never be too vulgar, but, like, well, I mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Hey, we're standing here. We got shit in our hands. It's incredible. And this is at the dinner table, and you got my mom and dad both laughing. Like, oh, God, we don't know why we got here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Somehow, because when I first met him, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to be on my best behavior. <laughs> And, right. then, and then and then it's like and then as sort of, like as the night unfolds uh the you know the the natural part of me comes out and I can't hold it back right. um but <laughs> but it's cool I mean and you have such an incredible family and woods woods is so rad and and then and your dad and 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 your mom is this incredible artist yeah. you know and she's so cool and I just I sit with both of them and just like absorb the wisdom 
and it's just so neat to be able to do that you know what i mean like i feel like that's what happened up there on on the island was mm -hmm. like you just get a little time with each of them to sit and kind of take that in and mm -hmm. and it's and it's really cool mm -hmm. um one of my favorite pictures of that is you and my dad sitting in the captain's chairs or in the adirondack chairs and it's like two worlds colliding right there oh yeah <laughs> up there at that space that's been in the family for 100 years too you know like that's yeah Oh, dude, special, yeah, really special. Yeah, and that, and it's cool. I mean, and your dad is just a fascinating guy, so it's really cool to sit with him. We'll have to get him on here. Oh, <laughs> you know? it'll go on for hours. Yeah, <laughs> the two no. of you talking, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it is, but it's uh, but it's cool. It's cool to learn from from him, and and I feel like um, you and Woods are both just very very lucky to have those two, and and it's such an awesome combination of of. Uh, just you know incredible fun cool stories that you can learn from your dad and then like this awesome artistic approach and view of the world from your mom and right and your dad has that too but but they both like balance each other and it's just it's neat to see that you have we'll have to put up like a photo or a painting that your mom did sure. on, on instagram it's, it's actually if you, i don't know how wide that is but that's one oh yeah of the daughter. Wow. yeah <clears throat> your daughter and that was a surprise that they went over for like a painting lesson oh yeah yeah and then months later at the after the wedding <laughs> the, at the reception and here back in town in philly we did they unveiled that one for oh, us oh wow like, yeah that that's incredible man like yeah yeah your mom is is on another level but uh but yeah man so uh so um just thinking thinking more about um you know what you're doing right now, like in the, in the movie business, and, and you said you're a set designer. Yeah, production designer. Production designer, and uh, and so give me an idea, like what that kind of entails. <sighs> it's uh, it's wizardry. Yeah, it's obviously like, he's yeah. a wizard. <laughs> he's a wizard. I <laughs> <We> um, knew that. <laughs> no, I take uh, I basically take what the writer does, writer writes, and what the director wants in his vision. And then I take what the producers want to spend or not spend, and then I put all that into a big ball, and I say, here, go make that happen. Like I say, it, the head of the art department, it's like I have to create it out of nothing and then have other people help me execute that on, on a huge level. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, sometimes on a very small level, too. But it's interpreting the vision of the director and the words of the writer and then the thoughts of the producers and making... Uh, being able to communicate that to my team and to the rest of the team so we can tell that story visually. So everything that you see, I have something to do with somehow. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like no. it's, it's, it's like when somebody's like, what do you do? And be like, I'm the head of the art department. All right. What does that mean? Yeah. It's I just sit over there and paint like Picasso while they're yeah. making a movie over exactly. there. <laughs> you know, if you tell somebody you're a camera guy, everybody's like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you're a director. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Okay. I'm a production designer. Cool. Sounds good. I'm in the movies. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Movies, yeah. man. So y'all making a movie? <laughs> yeah. I feel like every time you're out like filming yeah. something. Hey, y'all making a movie? No one's ever like, hey, are you making like a bad commercial? Are you guys working <laughs> on? Yeah. Hey, is that reality TV? Like, no. Everyone <laughs> wants to believe it's this incredible movie. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just two of us out yeah, there on yeah, the yeah, beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys making a movie? Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yes, it's that guy Kevin I was talking about with the VHS camera. <laughs> this is a movie, all right. You want to be in it? Kevin jumped up to tier two level. He's, yeah. got, he's got all the money in the world. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was funny because I came out and helped you uh, in the art department the one time on this movie. Um, what, what was it? Uh, the Cage? Yeah, The Cage. Oof. And I, I came out and uh, like I had no idea what that entailed. I think I was back in, in the Philly area for a couple days and you're like, hey, would you want to help out? And... Uh, I was like, okay, cool. Happened to be like the coldest day of the year or something. Like it was, just, it was the coldest day of the spring. We were just oh, yeah, 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 about yeah. to get into spring. Yeah. And we, <laughs> with, uh, the director, like I, I'll say, first of all, the Cage has now won so many awards. And yeah. And now, now 2019 Academy eligible. You know, like it's yeah. it's nuts that this community put. Oh, this it turned out incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's like North Philly, you know, hard community life and just incredible story so uh we had to gather a whole bunch of vines because that's all i remember i watched that movie at the end i was like what that happened i was out there just snipping like trees and I was like that's yes. all i did yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, the, the director um 
had this idea of this kid, 15 years old, playing basketball against a shot clock that was totally falling apart. In this, in the, in Philly, a lot of the uh, high schools had cages of gymnasiums on the roof. So this building that was totally abandoned, we went in and in that cage, we set up lights, we set up all this stuff, but this kid who's playing against the shot clock, all these vines are growing out of the ground and along the, the chain link fence and all that stuff, and they try to grab him. Now it's about him trying to struggle. Does he, you know, move forward and fight that or does he, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So definitely check it out. It's incredible. But we, you, yeah, got... Well, that's part in. of that whole take it all into a ball and make it happen. Like, yeah. I'm like... Oh, vines growing from the legs as you're fighting a shot clock. Okay, great. <laughs> and then, like, Tim's the guy that has to be like, all right, so we got to go hit the streets in Philly and cut down vines and do all this. And we're driving around, and we're like, oh, I think that tree has a bunch of vines climbing up, cutting things down, and, you know. Yeah. And and uh, thank God it was, like, the, the winter because... I'm allergic to poison ivy, and I'll tell you what, I would have sent that calamine lotion bill to you <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, Actually, you guys didn't get any. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all straight up stuff. It was good, though. It was you and uh, the Greens woman uh, yeah. just driving around. Hey, Chris, you know how to drive stick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Here's take my Jeep and go out yeah. and get a yeah. whole bunch of shit. Just fill the Jeep up with all these vines and bring it back. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I am embarrassed to say that in Jamie's car it is still full of little berries <laughs> tiny little orange berries yeah, yeah your there, jeep so. wasn't enough so we went and get your wife's like blazer whatever yeah, yeah, your car yeah. it was and, and uh fill that with with sticks and so it's funny because for me like i'm in the camera department that's what i normally do like union camera dude and and uh and i'm in that world and i had never really been in the art department world and so I thought, oh, it'd be cool to come out and do that. And I think, like, uh, just from climbing trees and snipping vines, I went running back to the camera. <laughs> right. I was like, man, they're just going on Starbucks runs and, like, yep. giving you, like, feet massage and, like, you know, like, all, and, like, these people are out here, like, climbing trees and they're like, that, that's yeah. too much for me. Yeah, oh, we, we but, always have a joke in our department. Camera moves. Okay, everybody step aside. Yeah. Camera moves. <laughs> Big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah. us, you have nothing to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we say things like, uh, vines move, vines on the move. <laughs> yeah, because it is, it's hilarious. And it's funny to see how disgruntled you are <laughs> towards the camera department. Because that's what happens. I feel like you see the, like, I always said, like, grip department. And this may not sound good, but I'm always like, how do you get a job, like, in the grip department? Do, like, they do the interview and they're like, hey, uh, sir, what would make you good for the job? And it's like, well, I think I'd be good for the, like, uh, not you, next. Hey, sir, how would you be good for this job? And it's like, you know what? Fuck you, pal. And he's like, hey, Great. you're going you're, you're gonna to be the key grip of this one. Yep. You know, because I feel like it gets, it's this disgruntled thing. And I get it because, because the camera department is treated like rock stars. Yep. And then the rest of it is like, well, we're waiting on sound. Yeah. We're doing it. And it's like all these things. And you're like, it's, it's a total team effort. And without that, like you said, like if you don't create this incredible set, then what are we doing? Right. We're, we're just shooting with Kevin and that VHS camera down at the <laughs> Jersey know. Shore. <laughs> you know? yep. so, um, but no, it, it, it was cool to get a new respect for, for what you do. And, mm -hmm. and it's funny how you kind of landed in that direction because, like I said earlier, I mean, you're an awesome photographer, uh, musician, you're a great director. Uh, you, you directed uh, a short film, which I think is incredible, called My You. Thank you. Um, and and that that was a story that I read at at that wonderful restaurant we worked at, and I'm looking at this guy like, oh, that's right. you know, that you're gonna make this right, and you're like, oh, you think I should? I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> like I've been I've been writing all these things for years, and I'm like, I just went home and like torched it all after I read yours. I was like, nah, I should just probably quit. I'm gonna go back to shitting on things, you know. <laughs> you know? But uh, but that was kind of like my my take because after I read that, I was like, yeah, I guess I should uh, rethink things. But uh, but just an awesome story, like a love story about you know um, basically people that had been separated, had a whole other lives, and they came back together mm -hmm. late in life, and mm -hmm. uh, and just like the style that you created, like. I think that was that's that's my goal still going forward making films is wanting to have a style that's unique to your own and like and that's what yours is like you know I mean it's not right out of the gates I know you made other lots of other things but this 
was just cool and to be able to see that that style and that unique you know Tim Stevens thing come to life mm -hmm. was just really cool um, I'll, <laughs> I'll post uh, a link to that if you, sure. I, you still have that up I'll, yeah, I'll post yeah. a link to my you which okay. is an incredible uh, short film for everybody to watch and and I'll tell you it's only seven minutes long so you'll all you people with ADHD <laughs> and all that can watch it and it and it and it's really a beautiful story and and a cool thing and I was just so happy to see that come to fruition you know because yeah like it's funny how I think anybody who's creative has this uh, like a little bit of a sense of like ah, I'm just not good enough you know and like whatever I'm doing just isn't, you know, and, and I certainly have that, but I saw that with years of like, what do you think? And I was like, what do you think? <laughs> like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, this is, this is amazing. And th this story that just came out of that little noggin of yours, I'm thinking like, this guy doesn't even believe in it. Then what the hell, you know, like, but that is kind of the way it is. It's, it's yeah. part of like being vulnerable and putting yourself out there sure. with like, with whatever your idea is and going, is this even worth a damn? To bring it, Back to that, which is interesting, when we were watching Jackass, what I forget what we were, it was on Sunday nights or whatever it was, yeah. and we would have buddies come over when we lived down in media, and we kept on thinking, like, why are we not friends with these guys? It feels like we should be pals, you know? Yeah. And same group of house of dudes who skated and just did stupid stuff, and we're all art guys and whatever, so we're watching that, and that's when the idea for My You came to me, and part of that actually came to me in a dream. And I held on to that until I was trying to get into grad school. Why? Whatever. Yeah. But I held on to that until I finally wrote that script and then gave it to you. And now you're talking about it. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I do remember very specifically being like, why are we not friends with these guys? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, because we got to go work at this awful restaurant years yeah, down the line. Exactly. And, right. you know, and, and, and it was years down the line. Because yeah. I ended up in L.A. for a couple of years and then was like, screw this and come back. And then yeah. screw this and then up to Toronto and then back and then wherever. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, and then it comes like you know full circle, and yeah, and, uh, huh. and yeah, no, and it, it's funny how that works. But um, so I guess my kind of question was like, how did you? Oh, there was a question in there. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. and uh, that's this how I do. I go off on all the tributaries, <laughs> and then I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, I was talking about that. Like the idea of like, how did you become like? What made you become a production designer, knowing like? Dude, you're an awesome camera guy. Like, you're an awesome stills guy, but you're also a good DP. Mm -hmm. And like, well, I'll say great. And then, uh, but no, no. but but you but you are you're you're a good DP and 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 a good director and a great writer and all these other things. And then it's like, and I kind of just got this like. I fucking quit. This asshole's got so much talent in all these different departments, and I'm just like trying to get a lens and like get it on there. Right? Like, mm, I don't think I can. Uh, it, it won't fit. Hold on, give me a sec. Let me just try it. You know, like there's always just some macho guy like, yep, out of yep. the way, guy. <laughs> yep. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. yeah. I can do it myself. <laughs> you can do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I feel like when I I see that, it's like mm. you know just talent in so many different areas and 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 uh and and so i wondered you know do you still have aspirations for directing bigger things and doing that and 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 was production designing a step in that direction <sighs> I, I you know what i hate to say this but the directing and management skills of people came from the restaurant business oh yeah, yeah. and you know starting way back when i was at temple and having one of the managers be like, all right, you're good with people. You're jumping in front of the house management. It's like, I don't want to, but yeah. I did while learning at Temple. And I did learn a lot of good stuff at Temple, mostly from the folks that, you know, I don't want to bad talk anybody over there, but I learned more from the TAs there because they were willing to listen to me. Like, yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. doing trying to tell me that 12 Monkeys, the movie, is a great movie when it doesn't say anything? But what are you talking about? This is an awesome movie. This is, like, super fun to watch. Like, that was influential to me. So I just started learning. Like, I want to learn how to shoot. I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to build. My dad's a woodworker, and he's he always had me build stuff with my hands. My mom's a painter, so she was always about color and about how to do that. So all of these different things sort of went into different phases of life. Yeah. Like, spending a lot of time alone. I would sit there on the computer and just, like, pour over tutorials about how to learn After Effects. Because I wanted, I knew Photoshop, and I wanted, I was like, how do I make these things move? How is this possible? So then just, like, sit there and, and just 
be antisocial. I, I was because I worked at a bar, so it was a very social setting. I would come home and just like decompress by learning things on tutorials. And this is around when YouTube started really like having a ton of content. And I still do that when Jamie's at work and I'm waiting for her to come home. Tutorials about like how to do prop building with Adam Savage, his new show Test. It's like awesome stuff. Yeah. So constantly learning how to. Ooh, how do I take that apart and put it back together? So it worked that way with photos, which I wanted to build my own sets for the portraits I wanted to make. And then somebody saw that and then learning how to build that thing for that. We never finished actually with Bill, uh, the, uh, the, the Hollis thing, the space the, uh, thing with the space Ray suit. Bradbury. Yeah, the Ray Bradbury thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so somebody saw that spacesuit and said, hey, can we use that for a music video? Was like, so you're saying it was Bill Willett's fault that never got finished. I heard it. No, no. no I'll no. tell him. I'll call him. All me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, right. Um, but it was, it was like that kind of thing where one opportunity opened itself into another one and somebody saw this thing that I built and then said, hey, do you want to design this video? Sure. Yeah. And then, hey, do you want to design this next one? And then, hey... I would talk to the guys shooting and be like, oh, maybe we could do it this way. And understanding each department is huge. You're like, we're, we're joking about the grips. That's a tough job. And yeah. like, being in the G&E department is just like... No, it's amazing. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's wicked, the stuff yeah. that they do. And um, Well, that, I mean, I had that little, like, that thing that we would say about Kevin when, when he's doing Borrowed Happiness. Like, it was like, uh, Kevin will fix it. And then he would just go over and do that thing and yeah. like... And it would be like, oh my god, this looks amazing. I mean, I am completely blown away by how, um, you know, grip department can manipulate light to a point of, right. like, just making the whole look of the film, you know, um, just I I incredible. And um, and then also, I mean, the grip department is just funny how it's like, man, they do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they literally do everything. Well, I was always confused at first when I would be on set... And be like, grip or electric? Grip or electric? Yeah. Electrics, electrics. You know, who's it? You know what will well, not confuse you is a same. pissed off grip going, that's electric. That's electric, right, exactly. And you're like, mm, I knew that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you guys call Janie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Have yeah. Hey, hey uh, we need some power over here. That's it's electric. electric. Right. And I'm like, boogie, woogie. woogie. <laughs> but uh, no, it, like, it, there's my dad joke of the day. But, uh, yeah, no, so it, it is it is fascinating to see every part. And I, I was a PA for a while and went yeah. into each each department. And I was, like, doing wardrobe and, like, things like that where you're just like, I don't know if I ever had any interest in that. But to see how hard everybody works and, right. and, that, and that it is this team effort where everybody has to put in, you know, in order to get it to what it is. Yeah. And, and it, it's really neat to see that process. Mm -hmm. You know, like, when I was doing... Jackass stuff. It was like, you know, get a skateboard camera like the VX two thousand, and then go shit on something. Sweet, that's hilarious. And it, I mean, shaky camera, laughing, and it was like, it was funny. They right. didn't need a production value, but um, I did a couple little indie films um, as an actor, if you want to call it that. And and like, you know, uh, started to see the process of of making a movie and how much more was involved and uh and that just became fascinating and, and made me want to you know go that direction mm -hmm. and and it is it's really cool to see how each one of it works and so you were kind of saying that that's what led you to un you wanted to understand each of it and i think for the purpose of being yeah. able to direct your own yeah stuff. for sure for sure i still have you know features that i would like to put together uh, yeah you know and that's the that's the ultimate goal um, but definitely learning now how to design a set, build a set, understanding how that works, then being able to hand that off and saying to the, the grips and to the electrics and being like, here, this is, <clears throat> this is how I would like it to look. You know, we want a fire in this fireplace and understanding now that they'll put a flicker box in where a fire should right. go. Stuff like that yeah. is going to be huge for me inside my head. So now I can just be like, all right, they have that. Whereas before I would do like you, it's just like, ah, uh, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. No, 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 no. My job then would be to deal with the director, with the actors. So, and yeah. learning how to handle people is part of that. So, or, I mean, that's what it is. It's like, yeah. And I think what's really cool about it, I think that just kind of a light bulb went off for me in terms of production designing. Uh, because as a director, you're, you're 
you know, inner um, department. You know, you're you're talking to every department. Yeah. You're a part of every single thing that's kind of going on. And and I think uh, as the production designer, you're in that similar seat. Yes. Where oh you're, yeah, for where sure. You're you're discussing with you know grip electric and uh and figuring out you know well hey i hung this thing up and it makes this little noise so i gotta talk to sound to see if that'll interfere mm -hmm. with what's happening with sound and then if uh if i put this over here does this look right to the director or or who you know the dp is going to be like this is screwing up his composition so he wants to yep. figure out that so like you're 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 talking with everybody and kind of working with everybody and it's very similar to mm -hmm. you know it being in that director's seat oh totally because so for me production designer usually comes on really early and uh have to have a relationship with the director but also with the ad and then also with the dp for sure and i like to have relationships with all the other department heads just so that we can say like, hey, hey, this is the color palette that I'm looking for, for, you know, wardrobe, uh, or at least I'll go to wardrobe and be like, what is your idea for this? And then she or he, there's one wardrobe uh, person that I work with in Philly a lot, and she's awesome. And she and I will go back and forth with palettes and, and be like, all right, yeah, this works. This totally works for the scene. And then bring all that to the DP and be like, this is what the idea is here. And then, then with all of us on board, be like, this is what we can show the director. Be like, this is the mock-up or this is the idea. How do you feel about that? And then we can change it or we can keep it. And yeah. then it's, it's a great process to be like, to be in as solid as you can with those department heads and the AD for sure, because that's a make or break situation right there. Like, yeah, yeah. what an amazing job that is yeah. to have. Oh. Well, when, when you get a good one too, do. like oh, I feel like yeah. when you find a, when you work with good ones, it's it's a nice dance. When you work with the people that aren't the best communicators, it's a miserable it's existence. It's true. It's true. You're right. It's either a hundred percent or like minus whatever. Yeah, like, like this person's this awful. I'm trying to avoid them. Right. Or well, this person is like a great communicator. They're funny, but they're stern. But they're cool to be around, but they're making this thing move mm -hmm. and they're doing it on time and everything's working. And that's awesome to mm -hmm. witness as well. Well, I, I was going to ask, what's that? I don't want to like let the producers too, you know, the last job I was just on, we had producers that were some of the best producers I've ever worked with. They had all of our backs and they yeah. were just, we were constantly moving schedules around. And um, like, so I can't even, I, I can't ignore them either because it would be times where I'd just be like, what are, we, what are we doing over here? And pull one of the producers in and just into my office and just be like, hey, huh? Yeah. And then some conversation would happen and either he or she, both of them would be like, I got it. All right, great. And then they would leave and come back and be like, it's fixed. Yeah. You know, like, so from the top all the way down to the bottom, like everybody, it's not even fair to say top to bottom, that's stupid. Yeah, because we're all. And I was going to say top to bottom. Don't forget about crafty. If you, if you need someone to make you a great right. set of meatballs, I know a guy. <laughs> oh, meatballs! Back to that Ray Holy Bradbury uh, yeah, movie yeah, that, we, that was never finished. I think the reason it was never finished because there wasn't enough meatballs on set. I think I still have like at least two or three cases of those. Yeah, I still have heartburn freezer. from that from those incredible uh, Mama Mia meatballs or whatever the heck I brought. I, you, you left me in charge of like. Of taking care of like, oh, you gotta get some food for people and do this, and I like, I made the rookie mistake of just going, get these frozen meatballs, stick them in a crock pot, throw it over there, everything. Several like, crock pots. Yeah, 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 like thirty-seven crock pots full of meatballs. But you, I, I learned from that, like, man, if you really want to piss off a crew <laughs> that's that's working for food, give them really crappy meatballs that they all like are either shit in their pants or or uh -huh. or just pure like heartburn for the rest of the night and the next day and uh and yeah i saw what that happens because the, everybody gets angry when they're hungry mm -hmm. and then uh angry or spacey i get angry my wife gets spacey and uh mm -hmm. and and but that like you know that starts to happen and then you give them some delicious mama mia's meatballs and i'll tell you uh whoop, and then we're taking a break are you rolling on that oh she's rolling all right, we grabbing some of this pie. Hmm. And uh, back to our regularly uh, scheduled broadcasting. Tim, why did we take a break? I don't know what happened there. Delicious. Uh, try this delicious whoopie pie. Hmm. Whoopie. Uh, explain. Please explain. Uh, no, don't. Just shut up. Let me eat that thing. Mm. 
from Lancaster County, but I'm pretty sure it's an Amish thing. Oh. And I'm sure you're going to get a ton of hate comments being like, what? No, it's not. But I don't know anything yeah. about them. People love hate comments. Uh -huh. Isn't that funny? They love hate it. Mm. But, uh, no, it's it, what I was thinking is Lancaster County and, and uh, you know, I'm out in California now and it's Lancaster. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're back here, it's Lancaster. There it's Lancaster. Um, Sorry to screw up your world. Yeah, it's you know. Glad you had some of that whooping pie. Mm. I tell you, I'm gonna go take a nap now. You know, it sucks too because this. we were in a really good role about something that was probably really fascinating. Oh, it was. I'm sure of it. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I, I don't think so. I think it was probably boring. So it's a good thing that that it cut it cut out. This uh, sounded like Richard Dreyfuss this time. This uh, mouthless, uh, <laughs> weird little figurine here said, "That's enough. That's enough of this boring shit." And just <laughs> cut the uh, recorder there. But uh, no, we were we were a bit into like just the filmmaking process. That, yeah. um, and I think what happened was. Our union got wind of you saying that the producers were doing a good job, and so it just cut us right out. It was like, that's bullshit. Yep, we all yep. know it. And yep. they cut it right out. Uh, Complaints so. were made, and then... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Call the union. Mm -hmm. um, no, but, it, but it's it's been really cool to kind of, you know, just grow our friendship through the process of filmmaking. We're back on this and, now. All right, and uh, we're, we're, we're right in here. <laughs> Driving into the friendship lot. Uh, but no... Um, it just yeah, it has. It's been it's been cool to do that, and it's true. And uh, and so uh, yeah, I don't know uh, how you want to end this thing, but do you want to just uh, stare at each other for a minute? No, let's not do that. Come let's, on, man. Let's uh, let's. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to take this time on the bathroom break podcast and make it about poop. And uh, I have a pretty good, uh, you know. Mm, track oh. record of, of turning everything into shit. I mean, we started it out with mm -hmm. your wife in her wedding dress scooping mm -hmm. shit off the floor, and we'll end it with a nice poop story from, from a mom out there. And I think her name is Becky, but we're not supposed to say her name, so we'll call her... Becky. Becky. Um, Becky with an I. But that's actually her name, so maybe we should... Yeah, Becky with an I. That makes it different, right? Yes. The Becky we were talking about was with a Y, but this yeah. is Becky with an I, so... Rebecca. No one's ever going to know the difference. Or they'll never be able to spot her or see the spot of shit that's in her pants. <laughs> so I asked so people to... the story. That's yeah, so I asked people to write in and, and like give me their, their shit, their pants story. I saw that. And, and this one was hilarious to me. Um, so this one is like a mother, and uh, I just want to kind of read a little through what she had written to me. So she go, well... Here it is. So here's her poop her pants story. Well, I was shopping at Walmart and I have my two kids with me, age one and two. I had to take an emergency type shit, so I had to stand in an aisle to hold it in just so I could make it to walk to the restroom. 
So I get to the front of Walmart only to see the restrooms are closed because they're remodeling. And so I say, okay, I can make it home. So I hurry up and check out and get in the car. On the way home, I feel the crap coming back and I had to pull over in the turning lane and get out of the car to squeeze my butt cheeks. So she's standing there squeezing her butt cheeks on the side of the road with like two kids in the car. Why not just sit in the car and squeeze? She and and the good question because she says because I can't sit down and hold my crap in, I have to stand <laughs> up. So some guy across the street pulls over and asks if I need help because he thinks I'm broken down. So I say no, my husband is on his way. I knew I had to leave because people were going to keep asking if I needed help with my car. So I say okay, I got to try and make it home. So I get back in the car and I start driving more. The crap was about to come out and there was nothing I could do. My stomach hurt so bad just trying to hold it in. I had to let it go. So I let it go, but it was so hard to crap my pants because (laughs) everything in my body was telling me, no, it's not okay to crap your pants. So I did. And it was so much, it lifted me off my seat, and I was wearing shorts. I get home and run into my house, but not before taking a picture of the crap that spilled out of my legs and on my seat and garage floor. That's not the end. So I run into my downstairs bathroom and hop in the shower and tell my 15-year-old son to grab the babies in the car because I pooped my pants. He gets to the car. He, he gets the kids out of the car, and his friend was spending the night and helped him. Oh, While he was grabbing one of the kids out, he was barefoot and didn't know there was crap pops <laughs> all the way to the garage door, and he stepped in one. He was like, "Ew, gross!" and flicked his foot, and the crap flung onto the trash can. And he got so grossed out, he ran through the house out back and threw up. So he barfs everywhere, and meanwhile, I'm waiting for him to bring my clothes so I can go tend to my babies and clean my crap up. He tells me that him and his friend are going to clean my seat and the garage floor, and I tell him, no, it's okay, I can clean my own crap. He said, no, it's okay. I didn't have a choice because I was still waiting for him to bring the clothes, so she's in there naked while the friend who's sleeping over is like, Bringing kids out of the be- out of the oh, car. Geez. There's shit everywhere. Uh-huh. They're stepping in poop, flinging, flinging it, it, and yep. it's on trash cans. And so his friends decides to clean the poop off the seats while, like, uh, while he while his her son was cleaning the garage floor. He later told me that his friend got crap in his hands. And I said, wait, oh my God, so I'm sorry to his friend. I said, wow, imagine you go to your friend's house and and then you're all of a sudden you're like, got right. like shit in your fingernails and you're cleaning up their mom's crap off the seat. And, and you're like, you know, like your, your fingers are just so disgusting. And she goes, well, you know, so that's it. That's my poop story. And she sent a picture. Oh, um, I think, you know, hopefully I can get it to send again and get it to come up so then we can post her picture. But it's hilarious. There's just like an actual like turd log oh. on the seat and there's like shit juice oh. like around it. But like, but there's just this full turd, you know, like usually I think when you shit your pants, Right. It's like a, it's like a diarrhea. Sure. It's like, it's like everything's sitting right at the gate. It's like a, it's like a water dam, and it's just like it's about to burst through. It's like shaking and everything. It's yeah. like, ah, there's just nothing to get. And it just slowly goes out, and poof, and then it's like just water shit all pours down your leg. Jeff but this Daniels is like an actual. Yes, yes, yes. But this is like an actual turd log, and she just literally like lifted off the seat. Like it's like. What if that is that is uh, that's incredible? I wonder if it's you know how like sometimes if you like if you walk in the mud in a river and there's like that little mud that squeezes mm. through your toes is that like was her butt cheeks just making like shit pancakes as it like came out onto so. the seat just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. like <laughs> uh, Plato uh, Mister uh, whatever something <laughs> yeah, yeah. maker from the eighties yeah I mean it is ridiculous but imagine you're just like you're sitting there enjoying a nice whoopie pie and uh, and you're over your friends like hey. Uh, like what? What movie do you want to watch? Poltergeist tonight or something? And, and like, then it's like, oh no, my mom just got home from Walmart. Wait, what? Mom, wait, where? And she's running in, like getting, like stripping down, getting in the shower, just hosing the shit off her body. And and you're like, you know, hanging out with your buddy, thinking you're just gonna have some night with like yeah, yeah. popcorn and you know, and 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 some great evening. And then no. all of a sudden, your like hands are in and in her his mom's shit. You know, like, and then you're you're trying to like 
toothbrush shit out of your fingernails. Or you could go and be a minister to your buddy's wedding and <laughs> yeah, yeah. do the same exact and, and, thing and, and be, and be yeah, like, no, yeah. oh, well, we're in Canada, just yeah. can't do that. It's supposed it's to be a beautiful evening. <laughs> and it was. And it was. It was great. And it, to me, that was the cherry on top. <laughs> really. The cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's the shit story. Thanks, Becky with an I. Thanks, Becky with an I. Well, dude, yeah, thanks for being on the, the podcast. Um, we just uh, kind of covered a bunch of stuff, and yeah. and, uh, and it's kind of like our, our relationship as friends. It's like just goofy nonsense, then it gets serious yeah. about certain things, and then and then it gives back to the goofy nonsense. But, um, but yeah, no, it, it's awesome to just chat with you about it and, and kind of dig Same. into your brain a little bit more about just your whole process of, of being creative and and, uh, and and I'm looking forward to working on more projects with yeah, you yeah for and, sure and uh, yeah man thanks for coming on the Bathroom Break Podcast check us out at uh, on YouTube at Rab Himself Videos and Twitter at Chris Rab Instagram Rab underscore himself also on Instagram at Bathroom Break Podcast we're on SoundCloud Bathroom Break Podcast and uh, working on Spotify and the uh, iPhone podcast thing. So, uh, yeah, check us out on that. We'll have the video up on Rap Himself Videos. And I'm going to include uh, a link on there to Tim's movie, My You, sure. the uh, short film. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good seven minutes to check it out and just see how unique of a style he has. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for, for coming and, and uh, farting around talking Let's about do it poop. again. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be better than this. I mean, it has to be, right? <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs>